0: Parshat Yeshev, where Yosef was sold by his brothers to Mitzrayim. We all know. He was bought by Potiphar. He ended up in jail because of Potiphar's wife. That segued into Parshat Miketz, which was last week. In Parshat Miketz, Yosef was able to interpret the dreams of Paro. And he got out of jail. He became the second in command. He married a woman called Osnat. He had two children. So
1: how and, did they know what to bring in there?
0: Okay, we Why? got to... This person here, okay, here we go. And then I keep muting it, they keep unmuting it. Um, and then, uh, and then you'll say you know, seven good years pass, the seven years of famine begin, and the brothers go down. They don't recognize Yosef, Yosef recognizes them, he accuses them of being spies, and he says, You have to bring Binyamin down in order to prove. And that was the end of last week, the end of last week is when they brought Benjamin down, and everybody knows the story that Yosef had his people put Yosef's goblet, or cup, or whatever you want to say, in the sack of Binyamin and he, he was caught, and now he's in trouble. Amazing, by the way, very rare, that the Parshiot are split smack in the middle of the story. It's in the middle of the story. It's a conversation between um, Yehuda, who's representing the brothers, and Paro. That was the end. The conversation was still going. And this week's Barshab continues the conversation. And it's rare that there's a split. I'd like to offer a, maybe a thought why they split it with a question. Okay? But we'll start with that off. Here we go. Okay, so for those of you who, who I, I'm sure everybody knows here that I'm home. Uh, so I, I don't have my regular sheets. I use different forms of uh, of sources. So don't get nervous. I have some of the sheets, but I don't have well Okay, here we go. So the first source we're going to go to is Sefaria. Yeah, we love Sefaria. Here we go. Okay, so this is Parshat Va'yigash. Right here we go. Va'yigash elav Yehuda Now, Lageshet conjures an image in your mind. What kind of image does it mind? And he approached Yosef. You have to understand, he was in the middle of a conversation. So what do you mean he approached Yosef? Um, if, if, do you see the pictures of yourself when I cover it? No, you don't see that. Okay. What does it mean he approached Yosef? What does that conjure in your mind? Anybody want to give me an answer? They're, they're in the middle of talking and then all of a sudden- It seems a bit aggressive. Aggressive, Eleanor, very good. It's like when Tully Besser hunches his shoulders. My wife always says that when she sees my body language, all right, Jeannie's laughing because Jeannie saw it a few times also. When I, when, in the middle of a conversation, when I go like this, you know that aggression is coming, okay? All right, very good, very good. And not only do we know that, but Rashi says so. Look, right, you want to please my Lord? Uh, let me speak to you. By the way, right? Is strong words in the ears of Adoni. I'm going to tell you a few words, Joe. No, he doesn't know it's Joe. I'm going to tell you a few words, King, whatever you are. But don't get angry. Okay, girls, if I begin that statement with a premise, I'm going to tell you something, but don't get upset. That means what? You're going to get upset, right? And Rashi says it right there. I'm going to have to move this. It says Rashi, no, no commentary. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay, give me a second, guys. Rashi, Rashi says, there it is. no. Okay. It's getting there. It's getting there. Here it is. Yeah. The yechar ha'ab says Rashi, from these words you may infer that he spoke to him in harsh terms. Okay? So, why is that interesting? Because I'm going to flip back now. I'm going up, right? Up means back to last week. When Benjamin was in trouble. Look what Yehuda says, right? Two psukim before this week's pasuk which is the same conversation, but previous by Yomar Yehuda. Mano maladoni. What can we say? Mani daber. What can we speak? Right? Mani d'sadak. How can we prove our our innocence? Ha Elohim matza et avon avdecha. God has uncovered the crime of your servants. Hinenu avadim la We are willing to be avadim. That doesn't sound aggressive to me. You know what that sounds like, guys? That sounds submissive. Submissive. All right. Now, what was motivating Yehuda's submission? Because Yehuda is a man who comes from a religious family who believes in God. And if something is going on, he has to assume that maybe I did something wrong. Well, girls, did they do something wrong? Well, did they?
1: Of course. Yes, they did. They, did. they sold their oh. brother.
0: So, the Yehuda leading the brothers' head, headset is Ha Elohim Matzah atav. Look, Look at the words of the Torah, how beautiful. Ha Elohim Matzah atav. He didn't say, We're in trouble with you. No, 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 no. We're in trouble with God. So, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, uh, like a Pasuk before, Yehuda is totally submissive. This Parsha, which is the same convo, all of a sudden, he's hunching his best of shoulders and he's ready to be aggressive. What happened, asked the rabbis. Nah. What happened is that one pasuk in between, and it's my humble opinion that that's why they split. Look at the next pasuk. So Yehuda says to Yosef, no, we're all going to be Avadim. Answers Yosef. Again, he doesn't know it's Yosef. This is the last pasuk of Miketz. ma lima asodzot. I'm not going to do that, says this king of power. This, you know, Yosef, who's the king. The person who did the problem, right? The guy who took the cup, who he will be the Eved. The atem alu lishalom But all of you can go. Girls, come on, come on, do it for me. What snapped in Yehuda's mind?
1: Come on the similarity between Binyamin's faith and Yosef's faith, that he's being singled out unfairly oh,
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, give me one more, one more. It, he, can't, it can't be that God is punishing them for the cell of Yosef. Why can't it be? Who wasn't there? Because wasn't Binyamin there. We go. How beautiful is this? Binyamin wasn't there. So if Binyamin's not there, Yehuda now says to himself, this can't be coming as a punishment for what we did. Now this is coming from some stupid Egyptian. Really? Oh, you want to pick a fight, bro? I'm ready to go. And that's, in my humble opinion, why they made a break. Because all of a sudden, Yehuda's approach changed. Everybody got that? Nice. Okay. So the story goes, everybody knows the story. Let's just go through it because there's a reason I'm doing that. So that's this week. And he tells him the story that we went to our father. Yada yada yada, I'm just going to sukim, right? And and he let me take him, right? And if if he sees that the boy is not there, he's just going to die. My father's going to die. And I took responsibility. And last vasuk. And now I will I will take the place. You're not keeping Benjamin. I don't care. This is it. I'm ready to take you on. I can't go back to my father with the boy not with me. And the next pasuk, which is a new chapter, is when Yosef, Lo yachol Yosef li tapek, he can't, you know, hold it in anymore. And he says, everybody else, we'll get to that soon. And he says the famous pasuk, Ani Yosef Ha'od avi chai. Everybody got that, right? I want to ask you a, a question from last week's parsha. It should bother you too. How many boys, how many children did Yosef have? Two. Two. What's the name of the first son?
1: Menashe. Menashe.
0: Does anybody know what's the source of that name? Why was he called Menashe? What is the mm-hmm. shoresh of that word? Hashem may forget. Okay. Hashem Fear forgot me. about me. Oh, 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 so you say it that way. That's funny that you said that's fascinating. Okay, you ready? Take a look. I have it here from another chumash, all right? Here we go. Ba'ikra Yosef, everybody see it? Yosef has two children, right? From Osnat, Nun Aleph. Who Osnat was is a fascinating story too. We'll worry about that next week. Ba'ikra Yosef et'shem ha he calls his bechor, min Ki nashani, nashani, you know, it sounds like my daughter Shani, but it's not what it is. Ki nashani Elohim It's kol amali ve'et kol beit avit. God had caused me to forget all my work. Okay, we'll get to that, my problems. And my father's house. That bothers me big time. So Eleanor, if you would have said it that way, that God, why did you forget me? That would be sort of like a complaint. I'm there with you. I'm there. But that's not what he said. He's thanking God for helping him forget. Okay, so if you're going to say forget my problems, I like that, I like that. I like that a lot, right? Which means, Rosette, you on? Great. Yes, yeah. Hey, yay, Rosette. Okay. Thank Which you. If he's thanking Hashem from helping him for his problems, you know, forget my, I, I got that, right? That's a nice prayer. You know, I'm not feeling well. Things are not good. Thank you, Hashem, for helping me forget my problems. Fine. But then he adds three words. No? What did he say? And <laughs> helping me forget my father's house? I don't know. That doesn't bother anybody? Really? It makes no sense. It makes no sense to me. Which means, shouldn't Yosef want to remember his father's house? Shouldn't Yosef be, like, you know, uh, yearning for his father's house? That means he was davening to Hashem to help him forget? What's going on? So I'd like to offer two thoughts. One is very famous. The other one I don't think you ever heard. You ready? Here we go. What's the famous? This, This is the first one you should know but it's probably the best question that your kid could ask you in this story. The the most glaring question is, the moment Yosef got out of the jail and he became second in command, why did he not make the effort to communicate with his father? That's the question. That's That's a great question. And not only that, when his brothers came down, what's he playing the game? What's this game? Do you want to say that he's taking revenge on them? If you really think so, would you not think that you could just put them in jail right away? What's this game with Binyamin? What is all that? So there are many explanations. One deep explanation, which I don't like to say, some rabbis say it and I happen not to accept it, is that Yose thought that his father was in on the deal oh no therefore he was upset at his father too okay i don't accept that can i tell you why i don't accept that because first of all that doesn't answer my second question what's with the game with the brothers right fair and second of all after he does reveal himself what does he say bring daddy down and he sets his father up in a liquid old age home right in goshen and he lives there for 17 years and he loves his father so what is that that doesn't make sense i'm not accepting that so, the one that I'd like to share with you is something that's famous, and then we'll go deeper. Ready? Yosef was known as Yosef at And there are many reasons he was known as Yosef at Sadiq. One is because of the story of Potiphar's daughter, which we've done before, uh, Potiphar's wife, which we've done. But the other reason is that he was selfless, selfless. Sadiq is selfless, only cares about others. What was he worried about in this story? That his brothers, have a bad mark on their records. They did something bad. They, they, they sold a brother. And the only way to get a bad mark off in Judaism is what? Give me the word. Teshuvah. Teshuvah, yafeh. Or as the Ashkenazi woman said, Teshuvah, right. <laughs> One of those possibilities. The best way to do Teshuvah, or the best way to show that somebody really feels bad, is let's hear how you feel, but even more, action, action, action. Somebody does something inappropriate and they're faced with the same challenge next time, a good way to see if they are out of rehab is... Test if they, right, test them, test them. Are they gonna do it again or not? Are they gonna stand for <coughs> overturns, you know, a turn the new leaf? Everybody with me so far? Okay. According to this, Pedro, you might not like one part of it. You might say, who's Yosef to play kingpin? But here it goes. Yosef said, I need to make a situation where my brothers will have an opportunity to show love for a brother, even with the uh, threat of death. That really shows you love a brother. Who's the brother that's most similar to Yosef? Say, mother so this was the plan he kept his mouth shut for all the years that he was king he waited for the brothers to come down he needed to work something out that Benjamin comes down to Mitzrayim. he needed to get Benjamin in trouble are you seeing all the pieces fall in all the pieces fall in he needs to set up a scenario where Benjamin is in trouble and the brothers have to and, and he says it openly no guys you can go you're free to go, you don't have to go to jail. And the brother said, No, no, we're staying. We're gonna fight you, we're gonna die for a brother. To prove my point, let's go back to our pasuk At what point does Yosef say, I am Yosef? Let's go back to that, Pasuk girls. Ready? That was Bayoma Yosef elekhav, Ani Yosef, right. What's the pasuk before? No, that's not the pasuk before. I'm sorry. He said, everybody leave. Right. What's the pasuk before? Right? How can I go back to my father? I will sit for this boy. Oh, so in my humble opinion, we see the moment that Yosef reveals himself. Why now? Because now they did the point of tshuva. Accepted? And now I'd like to take this fact, this theory, I'm sorry. Now I'm becoming a big shot. Well, now I'm saying what I say is a fact. Okay, I don't know. It's a theory. Now look how beautiful this is. Was this difficult for Yosef to do, girls? Give me a yes or a no. Yes. Very, very difficult. Not to go up to his father. Not to kiss his brothers the first time. But there was a plan. He had a plan. He had to keep the plan. So he prayed every day to God help me forget my father's house oh that's what i want to say yeah he's diving for that yeah he didn't want to forget his father's house but he davin hashem help me get it out of my heart so that i could make my plan work how's that accepted okay good so that's Nashani. i want to show you how doubly hard it was with something i never did with you And I saw it here because I'm home all day with nothing to do. So I do teach, but uh, I have more time on my hands. I found something and it's amazing, as you always know, that you always have to look carefully at the Torah. Let's go back to the actual story we just did. Watch. This I never did did before, so hang it. I'm on Zoom now, I'm watching Rabbi. Usually I go to Rabbi. Okay, I got her. You know what happens when somebody speaks, the box lights up, Jeannie. That's how I know. Okay, here we go. Right? So Yosef could not control himself, right? We're going to get back to that in a moment. But look at something brand new. You're ready? And I have to get the dots of Here we go. Okay, good. Bayomi Yosef Yosef, so see, he throws everybody out, right? He throws everybody out except for the brothers, Avi. Bayomi Yosef Yosef says to his brothers, Ani Yosef, I am Yosef. Haod is my father still alive? We'll get back to that in a minute, too. And the brothers couldn't answer him because they were, whatever, dumbfounded and shocked. Girls, I want you to, ladies, I'm sorry. I want you to have an image in your mind. Everybody left the room, which we'll get back to in in about five minutes. And now Yosef is conversing with his brothers, correct? In your mind, is there a huge distance between Yosef and his brothers during this conversation?
1: You mean
0: physically or emotionally? Physically. Emotionally, we'll get to. Physically. Do you think Yosef is screaming? No. No, he's having a conversation. He's telling them what's going on. If so, can you explain? And again, I never saw this before, so i very, afraid. I love when I do something that I'm so excited about. Look at this next pasuk. Fine, right? And they couldn't answer. This is three, pasuk gimel. Pasuk dalet. Yosef says to his brothers, Gishu na Come a little closer. And they come closer. I am Yosef, the brother. I have, and again, sorry to get that excited because I love when every word in the Torah makes a difference. First question, come a little bit closer. What is that? I, I, I know it's an old rock song. What does that mean? I mean, he's talking. Why do they have to come closer? Does he think that he didn't hear him the first time? That's a fair question, bro. Fair question. Second question is, what new thing... Okay, I'm going to bring the pasuk back and let's see how smart you guys are. What new thing did he say after they came closer that he didn't say the first time? Okay, so let's look at the first pasuk. Let's look at the first pasuk. Okay, this was the first one. Ayomi Yosef elechav, ani Yosef Auda Right, very nice. And then in the next pasuk, he says, come here, ani Yosef, hello, ani Yosef... I think what, what, that, what? that you sold into that you sold I into I love you guys. I think, I think Excellent. 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 Are you ready? I gotta find the commentary. Give me a minute. It's the name. You want to hear something unbelievable? Here it goes. Give me a second. There it is. Datsuke name. That's a commentary on the chumash. Kishuna Eli come closer. I'm gonna get it, Torah. Here go ahead. Right. Here it goes. You ready? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Oh, now here. Joseph now tried to put more physical distancing. No, 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 no. He did not mind them. Ah, Shrek, here it goes. No, this is not it. This is not it. Don't leave. Don't leave. Hang in there. Oh, here it is. Here it is. He did not want to raise the subject of their having sold him in the presence of his brother, Benjamin, who had been unaware of that. He knew that this would greatly embarrass his brothers and that Binyamin, upon hearing of this, would surely report it to their father. He therefore motioned the brothers to move over so that he can continue the conversation where Binyamin could not hear it. Oh my God, do you understand what's going on? Do you know all these years, the story behind the story? Binyamin was never at the sale. Binyamin did not know that they sold Yosef. They, you know, he got Yosef, I don't know, disappeared. He got kidnapped. Who knows? You know, a cult took him. So now when Yosef wants to tell the brothers, hey, hey, you sold me. Let's not forget that, right? For whatever reason he's saying that. Well, I'll get to that in a minute. I'll tell you what, why he needed to say that. Give me three minutes for that. But he didn't need to tell them that in a minute, I'll tell you. But he didn't want Binyamin to hear it. So look at the beauty difference between the two sukim. Guys, come here a little bit. Binyamin, you say that. Guys, come here a little, come on, a little around, around me, and I'm the guy who you sold. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So if Binyamin doesn't know, and he's afraid that is gonna tell what? His? Father. So who else doesn't know? Come on. Uh, Yaakov Yakov doesn't know. The father. Yeah. Do you understand? Okay, girls, I don't know if you're like me. I mean, I hope you're not. I hope you're much better. But I know that if somebody does something to me, the best, best therapy is for me to tell you what the other person did to me. I mean, that, that's like, you know, so you understand that Yosef for the rest of his life is going to see his father, is going to see Benjamin, the closest brother, and never, ever be able to say... Yo, look what I went through. That's not easy. That's not easy. And therefore, Yosef is davening. Let me forget part of that. Let me forget that he's my father a little bit. Let me forget that he's bin You know, in my family, babe, the sisters, are you kidding? Something happens to the sister? Four phone calls the next minute, all right? Every sister, every girl in the family knows what's going on. That's the way it works. But not here. Is that beautiful? I never saw that before. And that's why it said Gishuna. Now I want to show you a Ramban. There's a famous Ramban on next week's parasha. But I want Where to make was
1: that at at this time. He was at the other side of the room?
0: I, I, I just read you the that, yes. Which means he said to the brothers, Binyamin, you stay there. Guys, come closer. I mean, that's what it says. And that's why he said Gishuna. And that's why, Mrs. Hamada, he only said that you saw. Well, I'll tell you in a minute why. Now it's already four minutes after I said so. Uh, soon. I'll tell you why he had to say you sold me in a minute. But the point is that when he went to say those words, I you sold me? Sorry. Damn, you he can't hear it. And that's why I, I'm going back to why he davened that he should be able to forget the feelings that he has to father. Okay. I want to, this is a beautiful proof. It's from next week's parashah but we're on this topic. So let's just do it. Okay. It's an unbelievable Ramban. Okay. Where is it, guys? Where is it? It's not Genesis. Come on, man. Oh, I know where it is, right here. No, that's not it. Here it is. This is chapter 50. It's next week. After Yaakov dies, read with me. Yosef, the brothers saw that Yaakov died. And they said one to the other. We might be in big trouble now. Guys, this is open chumash. This is not perush. This is God talking the story. Oh, maybe Yosef will hate us now, and now he's going to take revenge on us. That's logical, by the way, because maybe the brothers were thinking that all the time that Yaakov is still alive. Okay, he's alive. Maybe Yosef won't make a move. Now Yaakov is dead. Yosef might make a move. Look what they did, girls. This is amazing. And they commanded messengers to go to Yosef. Avichatzivah your father commanded before he died. Ready? What what, what was in the will? Call Tomrul Yosef, go tell Yosef, Anna Sana Pesha, please I'm laughing, please forgive your brother's transgression against you, right? And forgive what they did. Girls, is anybody understanding that we have a problem yet?
1: Which is ridiculous. Because Yaakov did not
0: know. <laughs> the brothers said, "They made best- it up." So, what happened to Bess's theory? Oh my God! Wait, wait, wait! No, I see. You're really getting me excited now. Okay, here we go. And and they went Will be for you. Of course, Yosef answers, "I'll i be afraid. I'm not instead of God." And this is a beautiful concept. We can talk about it next week. Atem You intended evil against me, but it ended up being something good. The reason I'm saying next week because there is a safer, I'm going to use it next week. There's a beautiful book in the Parsha, what they call it. There's a rabbi who, who connects uh, halachic questions to Parsha. And one of his questions was that a person did something to another person that they intended to do bad and it ended up being good you understand because can the other person is the other person punished because he intended to do that okay that's not it okay so we have a problem here because rabbi vessa just said to us and i proved to you from the dance that yaakov and Dinyamin don't know and here they're sending a message that's why we have gemara look at this piece of gemara says the gemara in Yavamis, right there you can look it up yourself okay it is says Rabbi Eleazar in the name of there is. It is permitted for a person to depart from the truth in a matter that will bring peace. We all know that already. You're allowed to lie for shalom bias. We know that already. We learned that. already. But he brings it a proof here, right? As it stated, your father commanded before he died that you know that he said that please forgive the brothers. It's a lie. He never said so. Says the Rabban, Nachmanides, Rabbi Moshe Nachmanides, decided, deduced from this episode, that Yaakov did not know that the brothers had sold Yosef. For if so, the brothers would have implored their father to speak to Yosef. Right? Why would they do it now? If the father knows, why not go to the father and say, uh, "You know, Abba Yaakov, please speak to Yosef. But they didn't. Why? Because Yaakov didn't know. Yay, Messer's is right again. Happy. That's the whole goal of this year. That I should be right. Yes. Yeah, so there it is. And now, if the Yaakov dies, they made up this story, and How nice is all that? Amazing. Okay. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Now. Why did Yosef have to say, you sold me? Why was that so important? It, you know, it, I mean, they know it. He knows it. He could have, like, you know, you can't see me now. He could have winked with the eyes. Guys, you, you know what's going on, right? Without, you know, without the danger of telling Binyamin. Why is that statement so important? And if you're going to say he wanted just to, to zap them or, how do you say it, to, to diss <coughs> them, Right. To make them feel bad obviously we see that yosef is not doing that so why was that statement so important everybody ready i'd like to tell you why and it goes with a very famous statement and there it is so we're going to go back to okay you know a little bit of this but you don't know the end result. okay <laughs> here you go so what was this pasuk? this basuk, give me a second to get the parshan okay there it is no 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 don't leave don't leave nobody nobody leave everybody stay where they are no, resources, resources. Give me resources. Talmud, yeah. Hagiga. yeah. How much do we love Sefaria? Here we go. Ready? I am I'm going to ask you a question that you know. I have three questions. You know these three questions. But with these three questions and the answer, I'm going to answer the question we just asked Why was there a need for him to say so? You ready? Okay. First question, anybody remember? Anybody wanna say this? No? Okay. First question. They came down with Binyamin, right? Yes. Yes. Came down with Binyamin, Yosef says, hi, what's doing? How's your papa? Papa's fine. And then they went through the story of putting the goblet in his thing. And now he reveals himself, which means from that time when Benjamin came down and Yosef asked how Yaakov was, they have not gone home yet. So question number one is, why are they repeating the question? Okay. Okay. You might not like that question, but he did. Maybe you'll say he didn't trust it, whatever. Second question. I like the second question. Again, you should remember these questions. But please don't feel guilty if you're not. And his brothers were not able, could not answer him, because they were, they were dumbfounded. Okay, what does that mean, dumbfounded? Shocked. They were what? Shocked. Surprised. Surprised? They were stupefied. Surprised. Shocked. Let me ask you a question. He's asking a question. Is my father alive, right? All they have to say is, Either yes, yes, or yes. No. this is like the Rittenhouse case. Just answer the question. Is it <laughs> yes or is it no? Right. Just answer the question. And they couldn't go here. We'll look my head if you can see it. They couldn't do this and they couldn't do this because they were surprised, shocked, paralyzed. So it bothers me because, as you know, I'm a nitpicker. What do you mean they couldn't answer the question? They could have answered the question. So I don't like that. So that's the second question. The third question is really solid, and I have the Gemara to prove it. Here it goes. Says the Gemara, "What happened to my Gemara?" There it is. The Gemara says, "When Rabbi Eleazar reached this verse, this verse that we're just reading, he cried, and his brothers could not answer him, for they were affrighted in his presence." I never heard that word in my life. Affrighted. Okay, here we go. All right. If the rebuke of a man of flesh and blood, the rebuke, right? The rebuke that Yosef gave his brothers was such that the brothers were unable to respond when it comes to the rebuke of the Holy One after 120 years, when it comes to Shemayim, even more so, okay? Uh, and that's that, okay. So I have a question to ask you ladies, yeah? Um, what rebuke did Yosef give them? And Yosef Oda hi Here we go, you ready? And now I'll tell you why you had to push Benjamin away. He's saying, all this time, that's my phone ringing, but I'm not answering it, Of so Okay, you guys hear the phone, no? Yes. Yes, okay. Okay, it's a telemarketer. Here we go, ready? You are saying, your safe is telling you who does. What was your statement? How can I go back to my father Without Binyamin, we can't tolerate the pain my father is going to go through. Turns Yosef to them, says, What about me? You are full of it, as they say in high school. Really? Really? I'm Yosef. I'm Yosef. You sold me. Haodavichai. Haodavichai." right? Do you not care? And that's why he has to say, you did the selling 20 years ago and you didn't care about your father's feelings. So it's not that he's trying to diss them. He's teaching them a lesson. Don't be double standard. You're double faced. If you really, 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 really did care about your father or do care, how did you sell me and let my father suffer? How beautiful is that? Amazing. And that's the rebuke. And that's the rebuke. Now let's get a little scared. That's the rebuke that we're going to get from Hashem. How did you do that and not that? Do you understand? Which means how did you do, um, you know, you know my examples, right? You're too tired to do this, but you're not too tired. I always tell the kids, I, one of my favorite uh, speeches, but I'm, I'm, I'm also a hypocrite because I'm not so good myself. The day after color war in camp was one of my favorite speeches. Because during color war, they get up early and they run and they, they do everything. You know, no one's tired. They're in school at seven o'clock. They're painting the walls. They're singing their hearts out. You should see what Mignon looks like in camp the day after color war. Okay, you're lucky if you get anybody in by 1030, 11 o'clock. I'm too tired. What I'm saying Two days ago, you were also too tired. How did you do that? Right. It's a double standard. You're able to do that, and you're not able to do that. You're able to be patient with somebody you never met, who's a, who's a clerk in the store, you can't be patient with your own kid. Like that. That's 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 the rebuke. And that's why, girls, let's just cap this together. And that's why, in my humble opinion, that's the new pedoosh, he had to say, you sold me. Because you did that to my father. But he didn't want me I mean, to hear it. Okay? All right. There are two quick lessons, even though uh, we're going to do it... Uh, not quick. The first one is a very famous one I really want you to share with your kids. I say it often, and it's a big deal. Let's go back to the pasuk. I'm just using another sheet right now. Where was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Here it is, right? Lo yachol Yosef Yosef could not bear all the people standing around him. Who are all the people standing around him? And then he throws everybody out of the room. Who's the everybody?
1: Egyptians.
0: So everybody knows this, this is very famous. Please, it's this week's parsha. I highly recommend you to discuss this because this is brotherly, brotherly relationships. What's the matter? No. He couldn't tolerate He couldn't tolerate that the Egyptians should be standing there. He knew they're going to be embarrassed. He knew they're not going to feel comfortable. He didn't want anybody there to embarrass his brothers. After hearing Yehuda's emotional plea, when Yosef finally broke down and told his brothers, am Yosef, he made a point of first sending everyone else out of the room that he was alone with his brothers. Rashi explained that he did not want the Egyptians to see. The question is, According to the first opinion that Yosef took a tremendous risk in sending his officers out of the room, why did he do that? Does everybody understand the question? Which means most of the rabbis learn that he's taking his life in his own hands. They didn't know. And let's remember that this week's Parsha started with the word Vayigash. And Eleanor told us Vayigash is aggressive. Yehuda was ready to go to war. That's the setting. And Yehuda was extremely powerful with the brothers. So they now have made a decision. We're not leaving without Binyamin. Do you understand what that means? That all of a sudden this one little king, I don't know how strong Yosef was, just told everybody to leave the room? This is like this is like you know a 007 opportunity, you know. This is like James Bond. You got one person against all the brothers. Let's just kill this guy and get get out of here. But he took it because you don't embarrass a person. It's amazing. It's just amazing. Yeah. Even at the threat of death, you don't embarrass a person. So I saw one person who answered that where did he get this motivation from? Who's Yosef's mother? Rachel, Rachel, the whole story of Rachel. Rachel gave up. She didn't know that Yaakov was going to marry her too. You know, the guys. We always talk about the story, right? The story of Rachel, God accepting her prayers, right? Rachel Mivakal Baneha. What did Rachel teach her children? There is a line. The line is you don't embarrass another person. And with Rachel, was even more for a second. Not about death, but she's not embarrassing Leah, right? Leah should have made that own decision. Why well, you can blame Leah? Don't listen to your father. But for Leah's embarrassment for five minutes, how long would that be embarrassment, right? She gave everything up. That's the house that Yosef was brought up in. And he learned it from Rachel. He also learned it from a very famous case. We'll just show you quickly. Everybody knows this case with uh, the, uh, the wife of, actually, isn't that funny? It's the wife of Yehuda. And that's Tamar. Everybody knows that story. I'm not going to go through the whole story that she was ready to be burnt and not embarrass you with it. If you don't know the story, don't worry about it. I'm sure your kids know the story because all the teachers skip it. Okay, here we go. And what do we learn? What does this pasuk teach us? Please tell your children. Lo rahil ba'amecha, Do not publicly embarrass or take gossip in front of somebody and other people. Lo ta'amod al-dam re'echa. Yeah, That's how literal we have to take this. This is how literal we have to take this pasuk. Before somebody we know gets on that uh, you know, on that phone and, and, and uh, you know, put something on an app or put something on a computer. If it's an embarrassment, they have to be willing, I mean, almost willing to die with a danger not to embarrass somebody else. So that's a very big thing. Everybody got it? Okay. I save time because I want to do this next piece. This next piece is one of the most, most famous things in this week's bar show. We've touched on it before, but now I have time to play around with it. So we are expanding it, and I'm ending it with a video. So I really want to get all this done. I'm going to do it as fast as I can. It should be fast, because some of the stuff you know. It starts with a crazy question. This is one of the most famous questions in all of this parsha. Here we go. So in Vayigash, in this week's parsha, we have Baruch Hashem, the meeting between Yaakov and, and Yosef, right? They come together, and everybody knows this question. So let's just get the question. And then let's add the stuff that we never did. Ready? Okay, where am I? Where am I? Come on, mm-hmm. best. There it is. There it is. This week's partial, 46. I mm-hmm. guess Yosef um, harnesses chariot. Goes chariot. He goes out to uh, meet his father, and they meet, and he appeared to him, and he fell on his neck, and he cried on his neck for a long time. Only one person was kissing. Only one person was hugging. Says Rashi, right? It says Rashi, here we go at the end. Aval Yaakov lo nafal tzavrei Yosef. Yaakov did not hug Yosef. Did not kiss Yosef. V'amru Why was he not hugging and kissing Yosef? Shaya Kore et shema. Girls, this is one of the most famous problems in this week's Parsha. What does that mean? Okay. He was reading the Shema. So first of all, somebody tell me uh, an obvious question. What siddur did Yaakov have? Anybody know? Didn't have any. Did he have an art scroll siddur? No. Wasn't printed yet. There was no siddur. There was no praying Shema. I mean, they prayed, but there was no Shema. Right? Shema was was later introduced as as a mitzvah to say twice a day. So maybe you're going to play with me. You go, but didn't you say last week that Yaakov did all the mis... Fine. I'll accept it. Fine. Let's just say that he did say Shema. I don't know how that worked. Do you have to wait for this second to say Shema? It just doesn't... You know, it doesn't make sense to me. Right? Like, I don't know. Your kid comes home from Israel. You haven't seen him in a year, you know, whatever, or two years... They're coming out of the airplane, you're in the airport, and you're saying, one sec, one sec, I'm in the middle of of, of a pasuk of Tehillim, I can't talk to you right now. Okay, it doesn't make sense. Come on, somebody nod and tell me it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Okay, here we go. So there's a famous thing, right? Let's do this quickly, really quickly. And then I wanna show you the video, okay? Wanna see a strange pasuk? In this week's Parsha. Now I say strange, and the person who says this is the Zohar. If you want to start up with the Zohar, please be ready to have rough nightmares because he's, <laughs> he's the man who wrote the Kabbalah, the Zohar. Don't play with him. Okay, let's see what he says. This is Hashem, this week's partial. Hashem is saying to Yaakov, you don't worry about it. You have to say, Yaakov. Okay, let me look at you when I talk about this for a second. Yaakov is being told by Yosef to come down to Mitzrayim. You could imagine that Yaakov had some hesitations. He's leaving Eretz right? The whole family moving from Israel to Brooklyn? Like, like what is that, right? So Hashem appears to him in, a, in a dream and Hashem says to him, look, I am the God of your father. Al-tira, don't be afraid to go to Mitzrayim. I will make you into a big nation. I will come down with you to Mitzrayim and I will come back up and these four words, the Yosef Yashit Yaddo, five words, sorry, my math is poor. Yosef Yashit Yaddo al Ennecha. Yosef will place his hands on your eyes. Is that a little uh, creepy? <laughs> what does that mean? What does it mean Yosef is going to put his hands on your eyes? What image is coming up in your head? What image? Come on, girl.
1: When he dies. When he, and he, when he dies, right?
0: Really? That's what you're going to tell Yaakov now? You're going to Yomitraim, and you know you're going to die. You're going to die. Don't worry about it. And Yosef will well, close your eyes. Okay. Not acceptable. So not only not acceptable but by Besser, but not acceptable by the Zohar, That's, you know, that's the famous ben Yochai, right? Where they all go in Miron. Okay, here we go. Says the Zohar, Yosef shall place his hands. Zar comments: This is what the secret of Kriat Shema means. Okay, so now I'm really confused. I got, I got the hand on the, I got this. I got the Shema thing, the secret of Shema. I got it. But what is God saying this, and how does this have to do with Shema? Right? Fair. So look how beautiful this man says. The man called the Kol Ari. Yeah, 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 yeah. It says like this. There's a very famous puzzle we said at the end of Aleinu, In that day, the day of Mashiach will come. Hashem will, only, will be the king of the whole land, and he will have only one name. Ask the Gemara. Ask the Gemara. And now he's not one God. Lo. If something bad happens and something good happens, we say Baruch <laughs> That's a bracha, by the way. On bad things, we say Baruch <laughs> Dayan HaEmet. By the way, what does Dayan HaEmet mean? Dayan HaEmet means that I don't know what's going on. I'm not happy with what's happening, right? BDE, you see BDE every time when somebody passes away. What does that mean, Dayan HaEmet? We're saying, I am clueless, but I believe that God is a just judge, a just God. So I'm not saying Tova Metin. So I do have two gods. I do have two gods. There's a God that does good things, and there's a God that does bad things, but I don't understand them. You understand? So there are two names. And therefore, he says, by Yomahu, okay, let's get back to this. By Yomahu, on that day, there is one God. And who is that one God? And those guys, right? Only Tova HaMetit. So there will come a day that everybody will understand that everything is for good. Come on, girls, you know what's about to happen. This is what we say in the Shema. That's the concept of Shema. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu. There's a Hashem, which is Midat Rahamim. There's an Elokeinu, which we don't understand but it's an Elohim, but eventually Hashem is Echad. And how do I know I'm right? Because look at the Rashi on Shema. Look what he brings. Where does he bring that Echad. So what I'm seeing is I have more to this, but I'm not going to do it now because I want to show you the video. Which means what am I seeing here? That the concept of Shema is that I accept upon myself that right now there is a God that I understand what he does good for me, and there's a God that I don't understand, but I'm willing to accept it, and at some point, I will get the truth. How are we doing? I'd like to therefore say that the Zohar is referring to an unbelievable custom that we do. Come on, give me the custom. What do we do? cover our eyes Cover our eyes and we say shema so the halacha says do it so you don't get distracted i got it but here is a reference in this week's parsha that hashem says yosef yosef is going to cover your eyes the story of yosef is going what you went through with yosef you often understand he hasn't met yosef yet girls He only heard, and he's about to meet Yosef. So right before he's about to meet Yosef, Hashem is saying, Yaakov, you are still now in the cover-your-eyes mode. You don't know everything yet. Yosef is going to cover your eyes. Therefore, my beautiful ladies, when Yaakov meets Yosef, he sees he's actually alive. He sees he's actually religious. And Yosef tells him everything that he's done in Mitzrayim, Yaakov now is saying... Shema Israel with open eyes. He think it's good. Yeah. He's now seeing the possibility of what people might have to wait years to see. And that's why he was saying Shema. Not the Shema. He was saying the concept of accepting the goods as real good. Do I have to repeat? Or everybody understands? So I'd like to end, because I, I, I want to be able to show this, with a Charlie Harari video. In honor of Jeannie Zerna. here we go. It's a beautiful piece. He's a great, great speaker. Okay, let me just prepare it nicely so everybody will be happy. We wanna make you happy. It's a very beautiful one. And video. And make it big. No. Okay, maybe I have to start it. I do. <laughs>
1: We love all our children, but we all remember how we were with our first. It's a brand new experience without anything to compare. When I first held my son in the hospital, I was determined to be the best dad ever. Always. I remember the time I took my son to the doctor alone. He was around eight months old. My wife was busy. I went myself. Of course he fell asleep in the car. He woke up, looked at me, and smiled. And then he looked around. Wait a second. Where am I? Am I in the doctor's office? He didn't say that, but he was thinking it. Hey, Dad, look at me. What's going on? The doctor's office? The nurse came in and yelled, Harari, Dad. No, no, no way. Daddy, now it's all out war. He knows what's happening next. He starts to whimper and then cry. And then his nemesis walks in, the man in the white coat. He starts to scream for help, for someone, anyone to save him. He gives me a look mid-scream, and I can swear he was thinking, and you call yourself my dad? I trusted you. We had a thing. I thought we were gonna have the best time together always. Instead, you take me to this butcher who's gonna stab me with that long needle? I felt horrible. I tried to explain, no, you don't get it. It's good for you. The doctor's gonna give you medicine so you don't get sick. The doctor looked at me like I was insane. My son went nuts. I had to hold him down so the doctor can give him the shot. And then something amazing happened. As soon as the doctor finished, my boy broke free, jumped into my arms, tucked his head into my chest, and cried until the pain went away. I was so taken by that moment. The feeling of not being able to explain to my son the reason for his pain, and maybe harder, the reason why I specifically brought it on. Not because I couldn't explain it, because he couldn't understand it. But there was more. There was that feeling I had when he came to me to cry, knowing instinctively that even though I was the cause of his pain, I loved him and would take care of him, not the nurse or some stranger. And then it hit me. I always wondered why we have pain and suffering. God created the world to give us pleasure, and he loves us like a father. Why should we feel pain? Why should we suffer? He's God. We're his kids. We should have everything always, but we don't. Life is never always smooth and comfortable. When we go through pain, we consciously or subconsciously say to him, I trusted you. I prayed to you. I thought we had a thing. I'm your kid. What's going on? It's not that he can't explain it, it's that we won't get it. Our vision is so limited, so myopic. We're a few months old. We're never going to fully understand the benefits of his vaccines, even if he tries to explain it to us. Sometimes after a few months, years, or even a lifetime, we get a part of it, but never while we're going through it. But it pains him. God cares for us. He takes us to the doctor because that's what's best for us, even if it hurts us and him. And the question is, how do we deal with it? Who do we reach for? My eight-month-old son instinctively knows who I am. I'm there providing, supporting, and sustaining him all the time. We've built a relationship, and God's the same. God says, look at my track record. I created you, I sustain you. I give you a body with a million parts that all work together every second to keep you alive. I give you a world even more complex. I give you food and shelter and family. I'm sustaining you every second, I'm here. I've always been here and I'll always be here. It's at that time of pain that we choose to either reach out for him or for the nurse, to reach for our dad who'll take care of us or for some stranger that won't. You see, when we reach for him, something amazing starts to happen. We know, we feel, like we're in good hands. We start to live with a certain sense of security, peace and fearlessness, knowing that our dad is the creator of the world and everything he does is for our benefit, even if at times it feels like a shot in the arm. And now that my little son is eight years old, when I take him to the doctor, he doesn't like going or getting the shot, but at least he understands a little more that it's good for him. And one day God promises, we'll know the same.
0: You like that one?
1: Amazing. Very
0: good. Very good. But the, the, the main line, and I have more stuff, but I, I actually have another class. So I, you have to understand the main line that besides the fact that God loves us 100% and stuff like that. But that line, let it resonate in your head. It's not that I can't explain it. It's that he won't understand it which means one of the things that I didn't do today, which maybe I'll do, uh, we'll see if I'll do it next week, is when Hashem had this conversation with Moshe, and Moshe said, you know, show me show me what you do, and God's line was, Kilo yireni adam lo rot. You're not able to see. What do you mean you're not able? Yeah, we're not able. And I think that the example that Charlie used is excellent. Go explain to a child, right, to a baby child, to an infant, that this this needle, this shot is good for you. Ah, How are you going to explain it? So it's not that it's not true. It's not that I can't explain it. It's like the kid isn't on that intellectual level. So it's quite possible, girls, that we are not on a certain level. And that is the beauty of the Shema. It's the same thing, which means at a certain point in our life, we have our eyes covered. And that, again, now I want to give credit to the Zohar. I think it's brilliant. Again, girls, you can't go away from that pasuk. The pasuk says that Yosef will put your, his hands or cover your eyes. It says it. You have to learn it. And I don't want to learn it that it means Yosef's going to help you die. That's very uncomfortable. So shot is that till now, the story of Yosef, you were going with closed eyes. But now, Yaakov, you will see the truth. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming. It makes my week, actually. And, makes it the uh, week, too. Okay. Uh, Shalom, Rabbi. I'm made. I'm made. I'm made. Could you tell us what is your full name and your mother's name? <laughs> my name is Nachtali and my mother's <laughs> name is Sila. Sila. Say again, please. My name is Nachtali and my mother's name is Sila. Sadi Yud Hey. Thank special, you. A very special woman. But I'll make okay. hopefully, hopefully. I just have How to. Good? Good? Have okay, so I think we're gonna be on for at least two more weeks, and then there's a break. And then hopefully uh by next term, you know, we'll see what happens. New season, new life.
1: Take care of yourself.
0: Yeah, I'm thank working you, on. Thank you, Rabbi.
1: Thank, thank you, thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much, Bye. Rabbi. Bye. Thank Bye Rabbi. Thank, thank you. 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 I'm here. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye girl. Gloria, hi, Grandma. You had a good time? I Okay, oh, she is. She's back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Evie, you were there. I didn't even see. Okay, great, great, great. Thank you, Rabbi. Evie, what's doing? Everything quiet? Thank God. All good. Did Jen tell you about the, the Yachat thing? Yeah, she loved it. She said it was fabulous. Yeah, good, good. And I saw the picture. I went on my flight. Yeah. What about the other one Miss The Englishman me that. Oh, I love the message. It's mommy. And
1: for I you. Hi, guys.
0: People talking in the kitchen. I don't know what's going on. Happy to
1: class. Rabbi. Okay. I'll talk to you soon.
0: Bye, Grandma. Bye, Mom. Bye. 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 Well, no.
1: okay. Bye. Bye. bye, bye,
0: bye. Okay. Good. Okay. Thank, thank you, me. Rabbi. Oh, thank, you, thank you, Rabbi. All right. Can I ask about the shema thing? Yeah, quick, the Gurkaz class. Go. Oh, okay. No. No. Never mind. Never mind. No. No. no ask this, I got time. Go.
1: Okay. So when he's saying sh- that 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 will cover his eyes, right? Does that means that he's going to open his
0: thank eyes. You. That's where I learned it. You there? Yeah. I'd yeah. like to learn it. That Zohar says. First of all, the Zohar says. But this Zohar goes more than that. He says it's a reference to Shema. So let's look at the Shema. What did I just tell you? What is Shema? Shema right. basically is saying that right now, there's an Hashem and there's an Elokeinu. Hashem represents Midat rahamim Elokeinu represents Midat Din. But mm-hmm. Hashem Echad, eventually, right, at some point, I would like to learn, it's like Charlie Harari says, at some point in a person's life, it doesn't only have to be Olam HaVa. Right. Maybe at some right. point, there will be a where You see the connection. You, you see where the out. bed was really good. Right. So the Zohar is saying it's referring to that experience. So that's what I'm thinking is that till now, Yosef, right? You're coming down. Yosef had his hand on his, you know, on, on your eyes, right? But now yeah. Yaakov came to that realization. And if you want to get a cherry on top, Gloria, I didn't have time. If you look at the Shema, I can bring it back, but you know it. In the Torah, yeah. there are two big letters. the right. I I and the and And they represent Ed's testimony. Right. And maybe that's what we're talking about, that at some point a person gets to that clarification, they should testify that now I understand. Yes. All right. Could you say that it's Baruch Dayan Ha'emet and Shema are kind of comparable?
1: Baruch Dayan Ha'emet
0: is only the first part of Shema according to the Gemara. You understand? Baruch Dayan Ha'emet means when something good happens to me, I say Tovah Metiv. Uh-huh, uh uh-huh. I'm not saying Tovah Metiv when something bad happens oh. to me. Right? I say, if somebody dies, I say, What do those words mean, Gloria? I bless God because I know He knows what He's doing. But that doesn't mean that I bless God. Thank you for giving me what you did. Right. Okay. No one's saying thank you for the cancer right now. You understand? Got you. All right. I got to go. Bye, Grandma. All right.